Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. I know you guys have probably missed us the last couple of weeks because we've kind of been MIA. Slacking. Slacking a little bit on the Midweek Podcast. I had some stuff going on with my family, with my dad, and was driving back and forth to the Bradenton, Sarasota area. TJ was traveling, so, you know. I know you guys are playing your little violin for us because it's such a sad, sad story. But I, I was joking with TJ. You know, he kept saying, Shayla, we got to do a podcast. We got to do a podcast. We got to jump back on here. And I said, do you think we could change the name to the Coastal Mid-Month Podcast? <laughs> but he didn't think that's funny. And he's just sitting here staring at me. Yeah. So. I Well, the irony of it is, is I never really want to do a midweek podcast. And then Shayla's like, no, we need to do this. And then people started actually listening to it and asking us, Hey, the midweek podcast hasn't come out. And I'm like, Oh man, now, now we've got to do this every week. (laughs) So thank you guys for enjoying this. We hope that you enjoy jumping back in and thank you for giving us feedback and just telling us how much you enjoy it. That, that makes a huge difference for us. And if you wouldn't mind, you know, sharing this with other people, I think it goes a long way when we you know, take a little screenshot and stare, stare it, share it on Instagram and tag us at Coastal Church. And, and if you wouldn't know, mind subscribing to it, it helps us out, helps us get more people true. listening. That's and, true. You could also tag TJ at TJ McCormick on Instagram because the only time he posts on Instagram is when you post and he can repost. So. Yeah. Well, I have a question for everybody that listens to the midweek podcast. So I have an idea when it comes oh, to no. Instagram. Oh, no. And I'm curious if people think this is a good idea. So I, I I watch reels a lot. I don't really watch look at the pictures very often anymore. I just go right to the reels section and watch random reels. And so there's all these people that are, you know, doing these dances and um, TJ really wants to know if he should dance on his Instagram. Yeah, so my thought is, is, is I'm going to, I was thinking about starting on Instagram once a week, doing a spoof on whatever the hottest, most popular kind of dance thing kind of deal Please is. Vote no. And, uh, I think, I think that it would actually be pretty popular. Uh, <laughs> Shayla thinks it's a terrible idea. And so we need to know from you. So I need you to post on this and and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down or yes you should do that oh let me gosh. know okay can we can we jump into the real topic uh, this was this a good week. topic <laughs> i thought people would be really interested in in me actually posting on instagram oh boy you know we've been in this series called faith in the fire and i feel like i'm in the fire right now with this conversation but um and it's been incredible talking about through the book of daniel yeah. with you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm-hmm. The first week, what did you talk about the first week? I know. I just want to see if you know. I talked about the test of character. Mm-hmm. Which so many people walked out of there and was like, man, I really needed that. Because a lot of times I don't even think we we think about, you know, that too much. And what 
what we're doing when nobody's watching because nobody's watching, you know? Well, actually the reality is, is that God a is lot watching. of, there's a lot of people watching yeah. and it's, it's actually really, really scary how many people are watching mm -hmm. to see if your words and your life align. Yeah. yeah. And, and so many people, I think they miss out on the reality of the character, which is an internal thing because they're so concerned with the exterior. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I said in that, that week that so many people are concerned about the reputation yeah. and they're working on building a reputation, which is all exterior. Mm -hmm. And if they would just work on their character, yep. if they would build their character, then, then God would build the reputation. And mm -hmm. I found that to be true in my life. There's been seasons of my life where people are saying things and doing things. And I was, and I've just made it yeah. uh, a decision that, I'm just going to continue to be the same person I've always been. I'm going to love people the same way. I'm going to care. I'm going to do yeah. all those things. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what somebody has said because my character always wins. Right. And That's my right. character always trumps whatever reputation they kind of, they tried to destroy mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. or build about me that wasn't true. Character always wins. Yeah. And, and we've just, I know that we've seen that play out over and over and over again in our life. So many different times. And I think one of the biggest things in your character, you know, is just the consistency that you, that you bring to the, to things, you know, like the same person on stage as you are off stage, yeah. the same person in front of people as you are behind closed doors. And I think people just see consistency, authenticity, you know, they see your faith lived out every single day. And when people do say stuff, it's easy to go, well, I don't know. That doesn't sound like TJ. Yeah. You know, it's. Well, it's interesting because it's, it's, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says the little foxes that spoil the vine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the little things in life yep. done consistently over time that, yeah. that create the results that everybody wants. I hear so many people come to you and go, man, I, I want to have faith like you. I want to, I want to, mm -hmm. I want to have trust like you, mm -hmm. Shayla. And, and the reason I know you have that is because I see every morning mm -hmm. you up in your Bible. Yeah. Seeking after God, journaling, mm -hmm. you know, just the consistency of these daily things yeah. that have developed mm -hmm. the reputation now that you're a woman of faith, that you're a woman of character, that you're a woman that pursues the heart of God. And people see the the reputation you've built mm -hmm. and they go, well, I want the reputation. But what they don't want to do is spend the time developing the character that it yeah. takes to build that kind of reputation. Yeah. And I think one of the things that you talk about is so many of us live to kind of impress people, but what about impressing God, yeah. you know, like for the approval and, you know, there's a saying out there, live for an audience of one. And I always thought that that was so cheesy, you know, I'm like, <laughs> Oh, live for an audience of one. I just have to please Jesus, you know? But if you really think about it that way, especially when your character is under attack, you know, if you go, God is, is who I am and what I'm doing, pleasing to you then I don't care what anybody else is saying and and what they're, you know, what they're doing. I'm just going to continue to do what I know is pleasing to you and your sight and you'll take care of everything else. And so sometimes I remind myself in the middle of like feeling like I'm under fire with something like Shayla, are you living for that audience of one? Like does when God is looking at you and how you're living your life, what is he seeing? Yeah. And that sometimes adjusts my heart or my attitude or goes, oh, maybe I need to adjust some things in, in my life. You know, so this past weekend, you talked about standing up. Yeah. Pretty much. And you talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they wouldn't bow down and they got 
thrown into the fire. You really didn't get into the fire part. Um, no, we, we, that we're getting there. We're working our way to there. Okay. All right. Well, we're not going to get through the whole book of Daniel in this series. Anyways. No, 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 no. We were, we were never getting through the entire, we we're just, no. we we're just, we were spending some time talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. Well, I might talk about Daniel at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Shayla's going to speak here in like two weeks. So yeah. Um, get ready. Get ready. Get oh ready. my gosh. So yeah. this week standing up, you talked about standing up for, for three things in life. You said, first of all, we need to stand for our purpose. You know, what do you, you know, just kind of recap, what do you, what do you feel like that means? Well, I, I looked at it and just thought throughout life. There's so many times that, that people are throwing in the towel, you know, they tried it once yeah, and you know, they're like, oh, well that doesn't work. You mm -hmm. know, I, I tried church. I did this thing, all these things. And it's really easy to go like, oh, I gave that a shot and just gave up. No, no, no. If you know that God is for you and that God is with you, you don't you don't give up mm -hmm. just because it's some difficulty or some hardships. Right. Like every breakthrough means that there has to be something to break through. Yes. You know, if you're going to have a breakthrough in your life, that means you're going to have to bust through something. And most of the time I've looked and, and I've busted things, it's hard to break through. Mm -hmm. Like there's a difficulty that's there. And so yeah. when you're faced with difficulty, you're faced with hardship, yeah. you're faced with a, a an, an unfortunate situation. Mm -hmm. You don't just go, well, I, I gave it my best. Oh, well, yeah. no, no, no. You you go, no, no, no. God brought me through it in the past. Mm -hmm. He'll bring it, me through it today. Well, and I think even- And even, so I'm going to stand up yeah. for purpose because I know God's got something for me in the future. Well, and if even if you even if you just think about purpose and that word purpose, like in order to have purpose for something, it means that you're you're going to have to- make a difference or change something. There's, there's something in front of you that you have to do or change or, you know, be a solution to. So that means that there is a problem or there is a difficulty that you're there to be able to bring light or encouragement to that situation. And so I think even in the middle of, of the fire and difficulty, standing up for purpose is reminding ourselves too, like there is going to be difficulty. And like you're saying, I'm not just going to throw in the towel when it gets hard or difficult and be like, well, maybe, maybe this isn't what God has. Like usually in the middle of the fire is, you know, how God is using you. Yeah. And, and it's also in the middle of the fire that God's refining you, Uh huh. you know, and that's not a popular subject today. No. Um, you know, scripture actually talks a lot about us fellowshipping in the sufferings of Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, it like, says there's a refiner's fire. Yeah. Well, there's, and there's, there's aspects. So it means, man, there's going to be some things that are going to, it's going to rub us the wrong way. Mm -hmm. It's going to burn some things off. And, and so that never feels good in the moment. Yeah. But the end product mm -hmm. is what everybody wants. You know, like everybody wants gold. But there is a there's a process to refining gold to get the dross out, all the impurities out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the difficult moments are the things that are working all the, the impure yep. things out of your life. Yep. So God can refine you into the man or woman that could actually accomplish that purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because if, again, if, if it just went based on your gift, mm -hmm. your gift will take you places that your character will not sustain you. Yeah. So all of a sudden God would bring you into your purpose and, and then it just, crash mm -hmm. a, yeah. a, a great example is this you know we just watched this uh thing on the beginnings of uber mm -hmm. and we saw this guy that was incredibly gifted i mean he he 
he built up Uber to started expanding it all over the mm-hmm. world, but but he had the lack of character and a willingness to be refined. Yeah. He had all these incredible resources around leaders him, around leaders him. around him who wanted to help him, who wanted to see him change and become the man that he could. And so his gift got him to a place that his character could not sustain. Yeah. And all of a sudden he lost control. Mm-hmm. And Well, and I think a lot of times we do this in life where we're placed in situations where we're tired or we want, like I, I see this in people that might be single you know, and, and they don't want to be single. I mean, they want to be married. They want to find the right person. And it's so easy in those moments because I truly believe like God can lead us to somebody and has a great relationship, you know, that's available for us. But sometimes we want to, to press through and we want it when we want it. And so we ended up compromising our future because we're lonely or we're, you know, tired of waiting or any of those things. And there's this saying that, you know, says that don't make permanent decisions on temporary emotions. And I think that's very much about standing up in our purpose, because I think there's emotions that are constantly trying to kind of steal our purpose from us when we're tired, we're lonely, we're angry, we're upset, we're mad. And we end up saying and doing things in those moments that, you know, might permanently alter our, our course in that. And so sometimes it's going, no, this is difficult. And I'm going to stand up for my purpose because there's something greater. God has something better. And I'm not going to give in in this moment because, you know, I'm tired, lonely, whatever, Yeah, you know, so stand up for your purpose. The other one that I loved that you talked about, and I want to camp out on this one for a minute <laughs> because I think it's so important is stand up for my community. Um, I really think, especially with Christians and in the local church, I think unity is so important. And I think there's so many Christians that aren't great at it, you know? Yeah. Um, It's actually one of the things that it, when I teach our DNA DNA class Mm -hmm. at the very end, I talk about some of the things you commit to as being an owner. Mm -hmm. And one of them is, is, is unity and one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it is, is because there's a story of the Tower of Babel mm-hmm. where the people that were on earth, they started building this tower to reach the heavens. They said we could be like God. And it says that they were of one heart and one mind. And God actually looks down and and he realizes that when they are of one heart and one mind, he says nothing is nothing. impossible for mm-hmm. them. Yep. And And when I read that for the first time, it was like, oh my gosh. Like if, if the church could be of one heart and one mind, if we yeah. could have a one heart for God and one mind that, man, we're going to make it hard for people to go to hell by making it yeah. easy for them to go to church. Like what kind of difference could we make? Like yeah. we could, we could literally transform the world almost overnight. Yeah. And what would happen if there would be a local church? And I, I, I'm speaking, it'd be awesome if all the churches, but, but I'm just talking about our church. Yeah. Healthy. Uh, like you know. to be the healthiest church mm-hmm. and we're of one heart and one mind that we were, we were making it hard for people to go to hell yeah. by making it easy for them to go to church so they could experience, know and follow Jesus. Like mm-hmm. what could we, how, what kind of transformation could take place in Parkland, Coral Springs, mm-hmm. Coconut Creek, Boca? What kind of transformation could take place in Lighthouse Point, yeah. Deerfield Beach, Pompano Beach? Mm-hmm. Like what could happen to this, this community of, of about 5 million people in the greater Broward Mm -hmm. County area, Mm -hmm. if there was a church that was like that. Well, in a church that was 
that was committed to unity because yeah. we all know that if you're part of any family, well, you know, not just unity, but the community. Yes, unity, the community. Yes, yeah. but we all know if you're part of any family, there's going to be somebody that says something or does something, you know, that that you don't agree with. And we have opportunities in those moments to protect the unity of our family or to go and to start talking about it. Well, a know? lot of it, it deals with the fact that we just live in a day and an age where we, we take offense mm -hmm. really easy. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing about offense. You have to take it. Mm -hmm. And so like you're making an active choice to take that yeah. instead of going, no, 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 I, we're better together. Mm -hmm. So when I pick that up, I say, well, no, we're not better together. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is I know that I'm better together. Like yeah. Shayla and I, we've always been married for 22 years. There's all kinds of moments where Shayla, Shayla makes me mad. Mm -hmm. I know that that's hard to believe as sweet and kind and loving as she is. Yes. Uh, but she can be frustrating <laughs> and it would be really. Vice versa. <laughs> it goes both ways. And uh, it'd be really easy to to take offense. And this is what happens in a lot of people's marriages. They take offense. Mm -hmm. They hold on to that. And what yeah. it does is it builds a fence around them. Yeah. And then there's, there's never reconciliation where we just decide, man, we're not going to have fences. Mm -hmm. We're going to build bridges. Yeah. And, and we're going to, we're going to make pathways and we're going to keep, because why we're, we're better together. Well, and I think it goes back to, you know, the character test as well. You know, you gave a kind of a, you were talking about people at their job standing around the water cooler and people are talking about, you know, Johnny and Susie over here and say, you said, be the person that stands up and says, you know what, this isn't right. If you have an issue with them, why don't you go talk to them? Yeah. And I think that's something that we're terrified of for some reason. Like we would rather talk about someone than talk to them. Yep. And I think there is something so powerful about going to somebody and just having a conversation if there's tension or frustration or you've picked up an offense and you need to, to go repair that. You know, we have, we have a, a value in our church staff that we believe the best. And we've yeah. talked about this before, but it's something that we hold so true to because we know how gossip and you know, frustration can begin to divide people. And so we make a commitment to go, no, we're going to believe the best. We're going to go to each other and have conversations. Like I want to believe the best, but here's, you know, so some, some things that I'm seeing or feeling so that we can get back on the right page. And I think if we have as Christians, as we as coastal community church chose to have some of those conversations, instead of talking about people to talk to them, that, it could change how people see Christians. Yeah. You know, I think I heard somebody say one time when they were kind of looking in on craziness at some church that was happening or something happened with a pastor and he had a moral failure, something, you know, something horrible. And people were just bashing, you know, this person. Now, granted, horrible decision to make, but somebody from the outside looking in goes, man, Christians are the only ones that shoot their wounded. You know, and basically saying they're the only ones that when someone, you know, falls down, they like kick them. Yeah. So why let's be a community that stands up for community and goes, man, you're hurting. I'm not going to kick you while you're down. I'm going to help pick you back up. Yeah. That does, and we're not saying like, listen, there isn't accountability. Right, there right, isn't, right, right. There isn't consequences no. to decisions, but it's, it's like, man, why, why are we, 
But sometimes accountability is picking that person up and going, let me help you restore yeah. you or heal you or, yeah. you know, but I, I mean, it's one of my passion points because I think it, it is so important to stand up for the people that are around you and to create unity within the local church because Jesus bride. Yeah. And he died for you and for me. And well, I think it's not just the church or your family. It's, it's in your relationship. Everybody. World. Yeah. Yes. Like be the kind of friend that builds people up rather than tears them down. Yeah, or tells them and, they got a booger in their here's, nose. And something. here's what I know is that if you're that kind of friend, you'll never lack for friends. That's true. Yep. You know, people that are lonely. They'll see your character. Yeah, they'll, they'll see who you are. Mm -hmm. Here's what I know. The people that I know will have my back are the people that I want to keep in my life. Yeah. The people that I'm that not. call you out. The people that will stab me in the back, they're the ones I'm trying to get out of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be the kind of person that goes, man, I've got your six. That's right. That's right. I, I think that's great. The last thing that you talked about was stand up for my faith. Unpack that a little bit and what that what that means. Well, I just I just thought about the fact that you know we live in a day and an age where the brokenness is on display everywhere. You know, we have wars with Ukraine and Russia right now. You, you're seeing millions of people who are refugees. You're looking at the the poverty. You're looking at the brokenness of humanity, and it would be really really easy to look and go, where is God in all this? Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people, that's how they look yeah. at it. Like if there is if there is this God and he is loving, then why is all this stuff happen? Mm -hmm. And and one of the reasons it happens is because God loves us so much enough that he gave us free will. Like we're not, yes. a, we're not, we're not a bunch, puppets. We're not a bunch of robots. Mm -hmm. And so while the world may be bad, that does not mean that God is not good. That's right. And, um, you know, here's what I know. If you know God, you've experienced the goodness of God. Yes. And if you've experienced the goodness of God, then you know that while there may be a storm, mm -hmm. God's right there with you in the yep. storm. Yep. And he'll see you through it. If, you, if you're in the middle of a trial, mm -hmm. God is right there in the trial. Yep. And he'll see you through it. And so it's easy to look at it and just see the circumstances mm -hmm. without seeing the hope that comes from those circumstances. And that, yeah. that hope is Jesus. And, and so in those moments when they're when people are having that perspective you got to stand up and go no 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 you don't know the god that i serve mm -hmm. you're you're looking at from a peripheral vantage point with no with no understanding of god because if you knew god and what he was willing to do for us in our brokenness mm -hmm. the fact that he was willing to send his one and only son to pay the ultimate price then then you would know right away that man what he wants to do is he wants to restore, he wants to renew, he wants to save, he wants to reconcile, like mm -hmm. he he wants to heal. I mean, there's all these things he yeah. wants to do in our lives. Yeah. It's it's us standing up and going, no, 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 you need to know my God. Well, and I, I think I've seen some of God's greatest work in my life come out of some of my most painful times. Yeah. You know, and I know in my own life, like I haven't grown from the good times. I'm I've grown from the hard times. And so I can I can look and and even in those moments of difficulty I can stand for my faith going no I I believe that God is good and that there's an outcome that comes from this like that that idea that hindsight is 2020 you know so many times we can look back on our experiences of, in life and see how God brought us through something and I think it's so important in those moments where we are in the fire is to stand up for our faith and to look back at all that he's done and going but, and he's going to do it again. Yeah. You know, he's going to sustain me through this. And just remembering that we have to not just stand up for our faith, but stand in faith, mm -hmm. you know, for things in the middle of the difficulty and the pain. And 
Well, I would say, you know, I haven't said this in a long time, but a lot of people believe in God. They just don't believe God. Yeah. And there's a big difference between believing in God. Like, I believe that there is something out there. No, no, no. Do you believe God? Right. Like, do you believe that God is good all the time? Mm -hmm. That his mercies are new every day. he's going to show up in your situation. That he is going to show up. That he is going to heal. That he is going to, like, do you believe that? Not Mm -hmm. believe in it, Mm -hmm. but believe it. Yep. And and there's a big difference. And if people would grab hold of that, mm-hmm. it would change everything. And, yep. and if they would stand on that. Yep. I completely agree. I think this series has been incredible. I think it's been thought-provoking just to go, man, how how am I living my life? What is my character saying? You know, how am I standing up for my purpose, my community, my faith in these different moments that I'm facing every single day? Because I think our response says something to our world around us, you know, and there, there's this saying that's like, you can't, you might not be able to change the world, but you can change your world or you can change someone's world. And a lot of that comes with how we live our life, how we treat people, how we represent our character, how we represent God. And so much of that comes through standing up for our purpose, our community and our faith. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for a brand new episode of the coastal midweek podcast and we will be back here next week same time same place we can't wait to hang out with you guys again make sure you're at church this weekend because tj is going to talk about shadrach meshach and abendigo in the fire and it's guaranteed to be incredible so we'll see you guys this weekend